0: Well, Ulysses, it was obviously a disappointing two-game series versus the Milwaukee Brewers. Hopefully, the Rays can bounce back in a critical series against the Toronto Blue Jays.
1: Yeah, we'll recap the the Milwaukee series. We'll try to preview the five-gamer in four days. Uh, I don't remember the last time that I ever saw that, so that's odd. And then we'll have some fun with baseball trivia and name that war. So let's get started
0: are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Zambrano, And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember... Lockdown Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, at Lockdown Rays. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Lockdown Rays. And if you're interested in being a local advertiser with the program or having us live broadcast from your place of business, email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. You can also, if you really want to, DM us as well. All right, Ulysses, let's get right into it. The Tampa Bay Rays were swept Two game series, but still swept by the Milwaukee Brewers at home. And I got to call you out. I got to call you out. You poo pooed the home run hitting ability of the Brew Crew, and they proved themselves to be the Brewer Bombers. Park Factors, my butt, man. Yeah. Six homers across the two games at the trot.
1: It was like all they could it was like they were an American League uh team. Like they 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 were just bombing, you know, Telez Urias, everybody was was getting on the on on the fun. It was a disappointing two gamer man. Uh thank God it was only two games because Jeez, <laughs> uh, so yeah. no they they they're a good team. They're a good solid team. And um it's not just the competition. Obviously, I don't I am not going to take that away. It's the NL Central, so obviously they're getting not free wins, but easier wins than the race would be uh getting uh in the AL East, but they're they're just a solid team and I, you know, seeing Josh Hader not have it and still be okay. It's impressive. He is just right. a machine that guy. But I I don't know where where I'm frustrated the most with, with the race in this two game series, just not capitalizing on mistakes, making mistakes of of your own and, and, and and the coaching side of things. Let's, let's just get started uh, with this first one. What happened in the video, uh, in the video replay room with the Wander Franco um, single that you did not challenge. What happened in that? supply chain of information. Who's at fault here? Because that was a hit. The ball clearly comes out of his glove. In real time, Dwayne Stats and Brian Anderson are saying, that ball was not caught. What happened in the video game replay? I mean, what? what, something happened, man, and and that's unfortunate because it's early in the game. You get Franco on on the bases. You get a, a guy who... You know, Woodruff, you, you don't get him to settle in right away. I don't know. I'm not saying yeah. that that would have changed the game, but I like having base runners. I like having a guy who's fast like Franco on the base paths. So that's right. disappointing.
0: Well, the Rays definitely – I mean, I'm sure they've – there's got to be some mechanism, but make sure you've got a line into Dwayne and B.A. and say, hey, <laughs> what what's your angle? What's your vantage point? What did you see here? And if they're he both – agreeable and they see the same thing yeah maybe take their advice and do what you have to do yeah and you mentioned it brandon woodruff i mean terrible timing for the rays of him coming back and just pumping you know 98 99 two seamers in on righties like that's not an easy thing to have to deal with um yeah it's really really frustrating what happened over the uh over the course of the two gamer. Um, do you, you oh, wait, have anything sorry. else on your podium? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it was frustration, Lauer, sorry. Podium was of Lauer. Ulysses' podium of frustrations.
1: And <laughs> That should be a thing, actually, um, for this season. Uh, no, sorry, it was Lauer, not Woodruff, uh, on the mound when that happened. Uh, Woodruff was on the first game, correct? Then Lauer was correct. on the second one? Yeah, yes. so it was Lauer on the mound. Um, yeah, the second frustration, I think, w- would be... I'm, I'm, I was okay with the Whistler move, just not putting sliders down the middle, served on a mi- meatball platter. Uh, I guess that's what I'm not yeah. down for. And then, you know, getting getting hit back to back. Like, what was it? Home run, double home run, something like that. So that, yeah. that was disappointing. Uh, we can ask Andrew McCutcheon
0: and uh, Urias, you know, about that. Um, yeah, so Boz was at 95 pitches when he was removed.
1: Yeah. And you had to remove and them. Like, worked. 95 pitches, you're not going to burn the, the kid out. I'm okay with that move. And I'm okay with Whistler, who's been mostly okay in this season. But yeah, it's also kind of, I don't know, man. When you're a one-trick pony sort of guy, like, everybody knows you're hitting a slider. Right. You're, you're, you're pitching a slider. Like, it's you just have to wait for a hanger. And that's what they did, right? You just have to miss location on one pitch and then it becomes a BP
0: fastball. So, hundred percent, a hundred percent, and you're going up against Andrew McCutcheon, who has been around the block a little bit. And Urias, do you talk about a guy that's really come into his own after making his debut as a 20 year old five years ago? And you know, he didn't have any power. Now he's fostered that power. He hit 23 home runs last season, and we saw what he did over the course of this two gamer. That hey, give a guy some time, and yeah, he'll find his power stroke. Isak Paredes, for example, but yeah, you're, you're so right about the one trick pony thing of, uh, I actually did go back and look it up and both guys, McCutcheon and Urias were hitting about 170 or so on sliders. They, they weren't doing well on sliders, but again, that doesn't take into account that who is on the mound is a guy that, you know, is 90% of the time he's throwing slider and just, if it's up, let it fly a little bit. And that's what happened. Yeah. And I know, uh, yeah, you don't want to burn Shane Boz out. Um, I just, I, and really Whistler all get one out. That's all you have to do. Get one out. <laughs> um, but I also, yeah. I, I know it's, you have to do what you have to do, but I love it when a starting pitcher can get that, get six, not five and two yes. thirds, get six, get that final out if you can, but it's different circumstances. And again, I, it's not like the bullpen. The raised bullpen is at full strength, and they were picking numbers out of hat. Oh, we got Whistler today. All right, let's throw. It. Like you, you don't really have the luxury of of going to a ton of different guys to to get you outs there.
1: And there are you know there are many reasons to take them out. Not only the oh the pitch count's getting high. Um, maybe you don't like the matchup righty righty McCutcheon boss, but you did like the matchup Telez lefty against boss right before it. So that, that, you know, you might have your own reasons for that, uh, against the slider, the slider thing Do you like them, the matchup with Whistler better. Okay, fine. Um, but yeah, we do obviously as baseball fans, we're going to like round numbers and and six looks better than five, two thirds aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Of course, maybe you want to get him out, you know, and, and feeling good about himself and feeling good about the the outing. And, you know, at that point, he, you know, th- he had done his job and, and you can and he can pat himself on the back, all of those things. Um, but yeah, it's just the bad decision was from Whistler mislocating that slider. But you mentioned a name. And this is, I guess, on the podium of frustrations, uh, this would take the cake. On a 3 3 game, on a 3 3 game, mid game, you take out the AO player of the week, Isaac Paredes, for Josh Lowe. Early in the game, so early in the game that Josh Lowe ended up having three at bats. Not collecting a hit, by the way. (laughs) Why would you ever? take out isaac paredes if there isn't an injury the yeah. and, and and i'll tell you why there there was no actual reason kevin cash said it post game he says well you know i i just liked uh the matchup there you like the matchup josh lowe in the fifth sixth inning whenever you did that that change that he got three at bats for the reigning player of the week like what are we doing here folks right what are we doing here you're This guy is just hitting the bejesus out of the baseball. He is on a hot streak. And you're going to take out anybody else. Take out. I don't care if you have to have Josh Lowe catching. Okay. This is you take out both catchers and put Josh Lowe behind the dish before you take a guy who's hitting like Isak Paredes. You don't have many bats that are producing like Isak Paredes. So maybe don't take out that guy. You have so many
0: more options. So many more options in the lineup. Yeah, and don't replace him with, like, if you're thinking about taking Isak Paredes, the only time I could think where you would get the okay to make that move is if Harold Ramirez is on the bench or G-Man Choi is on the bench you're bringing in a rookie to pinch hit come in cold and try to make an impact taking over for Izak Paredes and Izak Paredes is right now the better hitter than Josh Lowe so it's like <laughs> yeah. your point is well taken there it seems like we've had uh, a handful of Kevin Crash moments of late it's
1: interesting yeah it does seem that way it does seem that way but again that, that could just be our frustration as a fan base just um, you know e- evolving into we got to blame someone and so yeah. it's very easy to point the finger at the guy, uh, uh, you know, steering uh, the yeah, ship. Eric Nander's not on camera
0: every night. Uh, there Peter Ben is not on camera every night. No, they're not. Scouting supervisors Or, or the front on office guys.
1: Night. Or the front office guys who are producing those numbers, producing the numbers that say the matchup is better for Josh Lowe with the sinker baller than Isak Paredes, even though he is on a tear. I,
0: (laughs) I think they made a key broke here in the Excel spreadsheet. I think that's what. Maybe,
1: maybe there there was a typo and and it wasn't caught. And Kevin Catcher was like, "Oh, that that oh eight hundred. Oh, that that seems good." (laughs) No, it's actually eighty. Sorry
0: about that, folks. That's possible as well. Hey, it would be the first time a mistake like that has been made. We've we've seen it across baseball before. So, uh, any any positives from the series you would like to shed light on? They were close games. The race once
1: again in the f- almost what 15 games they play one earn or two you know one or two run games. So I guess that's a positive. But I would put man, that an negative, L is an and L. You can't
0: pull out close games though.
1: You know. There you go. You can yeah. Of course you can yeah. pull it out. Yeah. Um, you know, you can red team it like that. I don't know, man. It's
0: it's been uh, a really has got a nice game, innovation. I guess that's about the extent of yeah
1: that was nice it was nice seeing willie it was nice seeing get, getting him um on base too and and he was always talking with yandy and 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 manny and and wander yeah. and then so
0: that was that was really cool man he is one of a kind he is one of a kind any clubhouse any clubhouse would yeah. love to have him. even when he becomes like not so good of a player in time he he is still that guy that like yeah we could create a 26 man rostered spot for him just a hundred percent make that a uh, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Major League Baseball season and more. BetOnline, it is your continued source for all your sport wagering info, including live betting, esports, and scores. So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. All right, Ulysses, uh, things don't get any easier for the Tampa Bay Rays as they head to Canada to face another very good team in the Toronto Blue Jays for not a two-game series, not a three-game series, not a four-game series, but a five-gamer, a five-game series. This is a big deal. Like, you go one and four against the Blue Jays, no bueno. No. I'm not so confident right now in the Rays, let alone the fact that they'll be shorthanded with Brooks Raley and Ryan Thompson not uh, qualifying for the vaccination mandate. So the Rays are going to have to find replacements for those guys. So that makes things even tougher for the team as well. So uh, good luck. Definitely. Yeah, you could definitely.
1: So your most high leverage arm, the guy you're paying the most money won't have him. Uh, it happened to the Red Sox too. You know that they, they couldn't use Tanner yeah. Hauk, uh when they went
0: to Canada. It it bit them. You know. So, yeah. and by the way, I'm not making this a political statement. I'm just stating facts that they will not be on the trip. I'm like, again, I'm not having the conversation about if you should get vaccinated. I'm vaccinated personally. So i I just want to shed light on the fact that the Rays are going to be without two relievers. Like, the, you might as well add them to the injured list for the next five games. Like, that's what it is, basically. I, I hate how this is how we have to
1: do the preamble before we actually get into the talk because, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like when you're talking, oh, well, Vidal Brujan is really struggling and people are like, oh, well, you don't think Vidal Brujan going to be a thing? It's like, <laughs> I'm just stating the stats. I'm yeah. just stating a fact. We are going to be missing Brooks Raley, he is the high-leverage guy. If you don't tell me he's the high-leverage guy, then look at his salary because you don't pay that much for a reliever and years on the contract if you don't think that he's the high-leverage arm. So that's why they squeezed the juice out of him on on that last um, Milwaukee game that's why they did that because he wasn't going to be pitching for the rest of the weekend. Who also pitched after not pitching for seven days? Ryan Thompson. So when I saw yeah. those two things I was like okay these are right. very high yeah. likely candidates that are not going to be singing O oh, Canada in in, yeah. in a couple of days. So, I And mean, I'll tell you, you know, what it, if Brandon Lau
0: was healthy he would not be making this trip. I'm pretty, we know that pretty for a sure fact? of that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he has been, he is, I don't know that 100% for a fact, but some of his comments regarding the COVID 19 vaccination would indicate to me that he would not be making this. Trip. I didn't know that. I'll just leave it at that. And I, I respect their decision, well, but again, it's, you're, the Rays aren't helping themselves right now. It just, no, you're
1: not. Anymore. No, you're not. And, and, and that's just the, the competitive advantage that the Blue Jays have on every team that goes to play at Rogers Center this year. Um, Mm do you, they all as a team said, we're going to do this. We're, 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 we're all united. We're, we're going to get vaccinated and, and that's their competitive advantage. Now, every team that goes there is going to missing a couple of guys at least. And the Rays are now missing their best high leverage guy. This is, uh,
0: this is like the blue Jays makeup for having to play at three different ballparks over the last couple of years, going from Denise to Buffalo to Toronto. It's like, okay, we, we got to get one back. We got to pull one over on the rest of baseball because we really got screwed the last couple of seasons. And this is their chance to do it. And uh, beyond that, beyond that additional home field advantage, the Blue Jays, as we expected, are a pretty solid team at 42 and 33 right now. They very well could finish second in the division, third in the division. Regardless, I think you know, unless they totally, totally fall off the rails, which I'm not expecting, that they're going to be in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and and they're doing so, you know, well, and and they're doing so well because, again, look at the standings that they're above the race, guys. Uh, yeah. Alec Manoa, thankfully, might not be pitching. I don't think he's, he's slated to pitch this series. He just in a five-game series, Sox. I thought
0: everybody would pitch.
1: Well, thank God it's not in five days, you know. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully we get to miss out on Alec Manoa. He just pitched in that Red Sox series, so but we'll see. At least two starters are on that, um, you know, uh, predetermined probable pitchers list for the, the, right. the Toronto Blue Jays, and that's Yusei Kikuchi and Barrios, and they are not having the greatest of seasons. So you look yes. at. Uh, Kikuchi's numbers, he's two and four with a five Oh eight ERA, but it's, it's been miserable for him. Like almost a 51%, uh, hard hit rate. Not good. 13.5 walk rate. Not good. He's in the 10th percentile in chase rate. Nobody be chasing on Kikuchi's, uh, offerings. And last but not least that slider getting hit super, super Hard. He has a 591 slug. So Mm.
0: you want to do some damage, maybe wait on for that, for that uh, slider. You know, what's interesting. So the blue Jays pitching staff, they are 19th in team ERA 4.02 17th in whip 1.26 across all the baseball. You look at their rotation and I guess I'm including Ryu in this, who is injured. Last I checked Manoa, Mm. Gosman, Barrios stripling. If you want to call him a starter, kikuchi Ryu. They're they're starting rotation. Basically, their salaries equal the payroll of the race this season. <laughs> like you add up what Barrios is making, what Godman is making, what Ryu is making, what kikuchi is making, what Stripling is making, it combines to about like $70 million. What's the race payroll? Seventy five million dollars. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. And, and we came out in the in
1: the in this uh in the preseason, you know, outlook for, for this year saying that that rotation was going to be nasty. So, you know, Kikuchi and Burrios are not having great yeah. seasons. Do you I were, you, were, uh, you heard me talk about Kikuchi? Let me tell you about Barrios, too, because it's not pretty, Kevin. It's really not. Five eighty-six ERA. So that's worse than Kikuchi. 48 percent hard hit rate. Just about the same as Kikuchi. He's in the 25th percentile in K-rate. So, he's not really striking out a lot of guys. And Randy Rosarena is going to have a huge game against Barrios. Why? What do we know about Randy? He really doesn't like off-speed. He doesn't like breaking balls. He likes hitting yeah. that fastball. Well, Barrios' fastball, that four-seam, has a 376 batting average against and a 679 slugging. So, yeah. You might see a really nice outing by Randy Arozarena against Barrios if he can yeah. make contact with that
0: fastball. Well, I'll tell you what: the Rays absolutely are going to bring their, are going to need to bring their firepower offensively because the Blue Jays tit for tat have the best offense in baseball. They've got the highest team OPS in all the majors at 758. they They're fifth in home runs and second in doubles across all of baseball. And again, it's the, the same characters, Vladdy Guerrero, George Springer, Bo Bichette, Matt Chapman, Alejandro Kirk. I mean, we just just pick a player. I mean, Guerrero, 18 home runs. Springer, 15 home runs. Bichette, 12. Chapman, 11. Kirk, 10. A bunch of other guys with like seven home runs. Like, Teosco Hernandez hasn't even taken off and elevated yet. And the Rays, can correct we, me if I'm wrong. Can we talk about Kirk? He's amazing. He is. Oh yeah, Kirk. Kirk? Is, like I totally buried the lead there. He is the <laughs> yeah. like the one catcher in baseball who's hitting. Yeah, three twenty five, a four
1: fourteen on base, and a five twenty seven slug. So that he's has an OPS of nine forty one. Like you said, ten bombs. But the 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 the, the stats on him are incredible. Ninety eighth percentile in K rate. So that is impressive. To. To to be in that ninety six percentile in framing, so he's not only just a bad first guy, he actually yeah. helps out his pitching, um, you know, core too. So, really, really good stuff from Alejandro Kirk this this year. It's gonna be a tough matchup. It's gonna be a tough five games. Yeah. Now, I don't know what to expect regarding like a three two split, a four one. Definitely don't want to see a one four. Uh, I don't. It's ne It's. I don't think n- any of these teams are gonna go five and zero. So you can take it off. But the 1-4, that's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm afraid of. And, that and could be I'll, I'll, Right now, I would, I would sign for a 2-3. That's how low I am feeling right now after this last 20 games from, from the race. But hopefully the boys come out and, and they don't need a Brooks Raley. They don't need a Ryan Thompson
0: that badly. We'll see, man. It's going to be, it's going to be tough. The Rays got swept in this five game series. Is there? Uh, I haven't looked the numbers up. Could they fall below the Orioles in the standings?
1: <sighs> It'd it be could, it could. be close. I mean, depending on what happens. Right now, they have a six and a half lead on Baltimore. So if Baltimore goes on a little run, uh, I don't know who Baltimore plays uh, this weekend. They play the Mariners, right? No, they play. They just finished that that series against the Mariners. Let me check Friday. The Orioles are going to be playing the Twins. So it might be unlikely. But (laughs) I mean, they literally just won a four game series against the the White Sox. The Orioles did three to one. They won three games out of four. So you never know what can happen. I hope it's going to happen. Yeah.
0: We've seen that For
1: for the Optimist race fans who. I think that they're, they're, they're like now way more than optimists. They're just like not living in the reality that we are living in. They're just like, oh, 100% playoff. Like, guys, if this happens and we fall below Baltimore in the standings,
0: like, wake up with us. Wake up. It, I think it's so something funny Something needs that, to happen. I think it's so funny that like we just assume that the Rays are going to make playoffs – this season, which again, it's still very well within the possibility, but yes, like yeah. it seemed like last year, the Rays would lose two games in a row and people would freak, right? D- yeah. Am I missing yeah. something? I don't. Know. I think
1: I think that sector of fandom has gotten louder. The the way everything is fine, don't you worry, yeah. nothing bad is happening. Like it's like that little dog in that burning room and saying this is fine that that's kind of like what's happening with a a a a part of race fandom and i just want to say look around look at the standings man and and i'm 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 not a standings guy on in june or july i look at standings after August, after the calendar is hit, hits August, then I care about the standings. I don't care about the standings right now, but, yeah. boy, when you're, clo- when you're smelling Baltimore and you have forgotten about what pinstripes
0: look like, mm-hmm. maybe time to look around. I'm glad you also brought up Alejandro Kirk because I was wondering, like, why did the Red Sox and Blue Jays' benches clear in a 1-1 game in the third after Nick Pavetta hits Alejandro Kirk in the elbow area? And it's like, well, we don't want to lose our golden goose here, you know? So, (laughs) and who knows, I I wasn't watching that series. So maybe, you know, uh, heads were getting heated over the course of that series and it is in division and so forth. But I was like, it's not like it's a blowout and you're trying to get revenge. It's, you know, the Red Sox are trying to win two as well, but maybe I understand it a little bit more. Let's have some fun. Friday episode. Baseball trivia, name that war. Ulysses, I think you are going to like my trivia question for you. It uh, somewhat ties into the terrific run that Isak Paredes uh, has had as of late. Um, Paredes, he hit three home runs in a game, but four home runs across four at-bats over two games, correct? Yes. Okay. This is a little bit of a twist on that because it got me thinking how many guys have hit four home runs in a single game. Not four at bats, but in a single game. And the list in baseball history is pretty short. There are currently 18 players in Major League Baseball history who have hit four homers in a single game. I need you to name three of those players all time, and you get three strikes.
1: I think I remember this name, so I'm just going to throw it. Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton is correct. He
0: did it on May 8th, 2012. Nice.
1: Let me pat myself on the back for that
0: one. Former Devil Ray. Or Former Devil Ray Draft.
1: What could have what been? Imagine Josh Hamilton, like... with that team plus Bobby Abreu never being traded to the Phillies oh my god what could have been all right tears Um, Buster Posey drafted uh, let's not not go there yet yeah okay Josh Hamilton okay Uh, four home runs in one game it seems silly that this guy would have never done it but I'm going to say Barry Bonds Strike one. It's never the likely names, is it? Yeah. No. All right. I'm going to go. I am going to go with this one. Sammy Sosa. Strike two. It's never the likely names, Ulysses. You just said it.
0: So let me give a little bit of a hint. So the first feat that this was a first time this was accomplished was, you're not going to get this name, but in 1894, um, Shoeless Horseman, yeah. The last time this happened was in 2017, and there were quite a few guys that did it between 2002 to 2017, give or take.
1: Oh, Several steroid guys. era, nice.
0: Um, yeah, but I will say again, not to give away the farm here, but um I don't think any of these guys are steroid guys. Oh, no allegations. Okay, they're uh, good players. Um, They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, he was really solid in the early 2000s.
1: I'm going to go with Lance Berkman.
0: Very good guess. Strike three. All right. I'm going to give you the list here JD Martinez, Scooter Jeanette, Josh Hamilton, which you got correct. Carlos Delgado, Sean Green, Mike Cameron. Now we get into a territory of, don't know all the names, Mark Witten, Bob Horner, Mike Schmidt in 76, Willie Mays in 61, Rocky Colavito, Joe Adcock, Gil Hodges, Pat Seary, Chuck Klein, somebody named Lou Gehrig, uh, Ed Delanity, I don't know, uh, and then Bobby Lowe, uh, the great, 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 great grandfather of... Josh love. um so yeah that's some the of these names the, of
1: these old time names are so funny man I know I don't know why. like they always they have like a uh, yeah exactly like their 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 middle name is like penny Host, and then you're like what what is that for real like what are you talking about
0: no, exactly, exactly. So oh. there you go. I thought it'd be a little All bit right. of a fun question, not an easy question, it but is. no, know, bring up no. the history a little.
1: Bit. I do remember the JD Martinez ones, and and, and I feel just so bad about not remembering yeah. that one. Okay, yes, well, l- uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's turn it around on you, and let's play a little bit of name that war, where we take a retired player. And we ask, what is their career baseball reference war? So you got to name that war, Kevin. And today's name that war person will be your favorite. You know, you love him, Eric
0: Chavez. What is his baseball reference war? Oakland athletics legend who also played for the Yankees. Am I correct in saying that? He did for a couple of seasons. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say he absolutely played over 10 years i believe he made a couple of all-star appearances as well something tells me in his heyday he wasn't quite as valued as he probably should have been um not a hall of famer by any means but just gonna kind of run through a general list of numbers here probably won a couple gold gloves uh, I'm gonna say he batted about 275 for his career and had around between 200 to 230 home runs for his career maybe I'm shortchanging him a little bit all right let me just name the the war here I'm gonna say 32
1: not a bad guess. His career war, uh, according to baseball reference, is 38.3. Ah. Not a bad guess, Kevin. 38.3. Very surprising. He actually won. Uh, not, not This is not surprising. He did won six gold gloves. He won a silver slugger. But what was surprising to me, looking at the numbers, especially like the first eight years, he was never an all-star. Can you believe that? Like, that was a name that we grew up saying, oh, this is a really yeah. good player. This is a really good player. And he never got an All Star nomination. Unreal. He batted 268 with a 342 on base, 475 slugging. So he was a 818 career OPS guy for the OPS plus people yeah. in the back. That's a 115. So he was 15% uh, better than his comrades. Um, just. 260 home runs so you did short change him just a little bit on on the homers but yeah just an impressive guy that never got an all-star and uh he got mvp nominations you know very down ballot you know yeah. 14 17 21 but uh impressive career nonetheless man
0: i think uh steroid era probably dinged him a little bit Cause he started Certainly. at 98 and then a lot of his good years were between 98 and 2004, 2005. And then, you know, he, he putting up tremendous numbers, but then you got another, you know, infielder that's putting up 45 home runs in a season. What do you do? <laughs> like, and I guess, uh, wasn't, wasn't it during that time that the athletics had some really good starting pitchers and that's how, you know, maybe they got, yeah, it, maybe those are the one, the same. Yeah. In the yeah. Way. yeah. So anyway, that's a, uh, that's a good one. I love, I love those in betweens where not quite a Hall of Famer, but still very, very, very good career. So, all right. Hopefully, the Rays put on a very, very good series. We'll see. Uh, anyway, yeah. thank you for making the Locked On Rays podcast your very first lesson every day. Now, make your second lesson the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. As a reminder, if you want to advertise with us or have us, broadcast live from your place of business, slotgunrace at gmail.com. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. Enjoy your July 4th weekend, and we will talk to you soon.